It's 11.02 Central Daylight Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from Con Murphy's Pub at 1700 Benjamin Franklin Parkway in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Matt. And I'm Martin. And now, let's be sure we know how to get where we're going when we leave here, because Jack doesn't, and Seth is none too swift. So we're kind of on our own, clenched teeth emoji. I don't think you're supposed to say the emoji part. Huh? You're I not? Know. I don't, I don't know, know where we're going. I don't, well, neither does Jack, despite his uh, love for all things Philadelphian. So, Who but that's okay. Philadelphia? Okay. Right. You know, he's, 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 you know, he just asks Siri how to get everywhere. So, oh, well, that works. And Seth, I actually don't. That was a supposed to be a, uh, a double entendre using the word Swift because, you know, T Swift, a.k.a. T. Oh, Swizzle. I thought you meant Seth was dumb. I did mean that. But now I feel bad that I said that. And actually, what I'm trying to do is make it seem like it was a joke. So, oh. Anyway. It was funny. It was good. Okay, good. good. I get it. I get it. After you explained it to me, I got it. Okay. Those good. are the best kind of jokes. I know. Yep. So, speaking of jokes, yeah. I have a couple that are great. Let them let rip. All right. Hold on one second. So, Matt, this one's about you. I heard that you won third third place at the Father's Day beauty contest. Yes. There's I, a tie for second correct. place. There's a there was a tie for second place, but I refuse to tell you who won. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you got this me with one, that though, one. Just imagine this scenario. Think how strange it would be if C three PO was your father. Uh, okay. That's not I mean, as strange as you might imagine. Well, you'd be forced to call him dad and have him boss you around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't you get technical with me. I mean, just imagine if he was your father when you were born, you were a giant head that slowly floated down from space and then became a basketball player. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, just be weird, right? He's yeah. a robot. Yeah. So yeah, I you yeah. know actually I'm I'm pretty into protocol. If you haven't noticed, that's actually and true. You're not pedantry. you don't know very many languages. Like I I know uh, you pretend that you took French, but yeah, I've never yeah. really seen that come up in real life. I, I I would like to pretend that I didn't take French because then I could then I could pretend like I had that time to do something I enjoyed. I'd love to get a copy of a couple of your old report cards and see if your French teacher made any comments. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know please I did don't. that. Please I don't. Found, I found a couple of Gravy's old report cards one time. Did you? Yeah. His French teacher commented that he has a lot of potential, but doesn't seem that interested in French. Huh. Yeah. Huh? So, yeah. Used to well, be the that's... international language of business. 
diplomacy. That's the same thing, man. Same same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Thank you. Okay. Well, that those these are some uh, these are awesome jokes. Thank you. Honestly, I know. I feel real confident about them. So I'm okay. just waiting so I can be a scab and get my own TV show as a writer. Oh, uh huh. And then you could go play for the Bears. That would the be scab, sick. The Bears scab team. The scab bears. Right. Yeah, I'm the in. The scabbies. Okay. They were bad, but Ditka loved them. He did, since he is, again, yet more evidence of what a not nice person he was. Um, yeah. Did embracing. you know? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I, I said don't wanna... embracing scabs is not nice. But sorry, no. Matt. You were saying and something historical. threatening to run against Barack Obama for the Illinois Senate seat. You thought you thought Trump was bad. Oh, yeah, fair enough, man. Whoa. Um, speaking of of Ditka and scabs, um, yes, correct. Uh-huh. Uh, did you know that on this day, nineteen sixty six, the Beach Boys released Pet Sounds, which is considered their masterwork. Uh, a a, past, a bittersweet pastiche of songs recalling the pangs of unrequited love and other coming-of-age trials. I wonder what the other ones were. Well, it was a different time back then, so it's impossible to know what they were doing. Was unrequited love one of your coming-of-age trials? It was. It was. It yeah. was one of many. I guess it was for me. I yeah. mean... Everybody knows that I was scoring at will, <laughs> if you, you know what I mean. You were but young. You liked to get around. Even with my 100% success rate, uh, deep down, well, never mind. That's stupid. Okay. 100% um, of the time, it works a third of the time. Also Anchorman on this two. date. Uh, yeah. Didn't mm-hmm. see it. Also on this Wasn't date in good. 19... In 1986, Top Gun was released. I'm going to do something I can't believe I'm going to say. I got to send you two bozos to Miramar. You two bums are going to Top Gun. You know who that I gotta, is, right? I got to say, I just saw Top Gun 2 recently. Yeah. It might be the best movie ever made. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's it's pretty intense. I enjoyed and at it. At the same time, sort of dumb. But I enjoyed it. I would not it, say it's the best movie ever made, but I, I definitely enjoyed it. It was, you know, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't the best movie ever made, but it was better than I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah. So the, the again, those two things are the same, basically too. So. Right. Right. Twenty nineteen. Uh, American architect I.M. Pei, who is known for his large, elegantly designed urban buildings and complexes, died at age 102. Uh, do you know uh, one of the f- famous structures in Chicago that was designed by I.M. Pei? Didn't he do... No, I was thinking of... He did... 
You'll never guess it. If you don't know it, you'll no, never guess it. No, I don't it. know. He did the uh, air traffic control tower at O'Hare. Oh, yeah, that's sort of minor knowledge, but I'll incorporate it into my speaking points. Okay, good. Well, yeah. so, you know, speaking of uh, legacies, I wanted to uh, I wanted to talk about what is something that I think culturally in America, uh, everybody kind of has some knowledge of what it means to have to get to 3,000 hits. Now, I'm with you. I'm talking about, of course, the game of baseball. Yep. And getting a hit in baseball. And 3,000 hits is a major milestone, right? Oh, yeah. Now, big time. now so. Just do you have a favorite player that that hit has hit three thousand hits? Oh, I, probably several. Just the first one that came to mind was Hank Aaron. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes. I think he had like thirty eight hundred something, and if mm-hmm. he took away his home runs, he still had three thousand hits. Yeah, and he had what seven forty four. Yep. So home runs. Correct. Um, Correct. That was so implied. Here's sports, something sports adjacent. So yeah. here's something that I think you might find an interesting tidbit, Martin. Do you know how many players have hit three thousand hits in the history oh. of baseball? No, but I'm going to guess twenty-four. No, no, that was a bad guess. I'll give oh. you one more try. Thirty-three. That's correct. I knew That's it. Correct, I knew Martin. it. I was afraid to say the right answer. The I was time. I was afraid when I read it, I was afraid that my eyeballs were going to pop out of my head. So, it's I like when those Nazi scientists opened the Ark of the Covenant and they looked correct. into it and they turned into skeletons and then melted. Yes, yes. Same thing. Yes. Total exactly the same. So, you know, this this just this is something we need to talk about. Now, I want to talk about so one of my favorite people mm-hmm. or my that that had 3000 hits, okay? Yeah. was um was actually uh old friend of the show that uh you went to college with, Jim Brantley. I think I saw him take 3000 hits off of a cigarette. Yeah. No one I know has come even close to that. That's true. That's a lot. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, also, let's see. What what other... Oh, another one of your friends, Gary. 3,000 hits of a tennis ball. Right? Yes, that's Wasn't true. Wasn't he... Yeah. So, this is... I think, you know... I think we need to start recognizing all the the people in our our immediate orbit like this that are also incredibly talented people. Okay. Well, do you what kind of do you know anybody like that of three that has 3000 hits? I Jim do. D, Jim D Domenico, 3000 hit songs that he knows has memorized that he can sing. I know remember Intern Michael? Yes. He has 3,000 hits. 
He does. 3,000 jokes that are half racist and all bad. Yes. Yes. See? See? Yeah. Yeah. Um, our other friend of the show, Seth, he has 3,000 hits of like discovering things that we've known for 20 years because we're old, but he discovers them and then panics and it's like, oh my God, what is going on? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, and also, uh, Jack, yeah. Jack, you know, was, was a troubled kid. He's not anymore. Now he's totally normal and cool, mm-hmm. but 3, he was kind of a, he, for 3000 name changes. And three thousand hits of in fu- childhood fights. Wow, Not he's sure. in the he's in the three thousand three thousand club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just the things we know. There might be even other ones. That'd be uh, like the three thousand. It's like thirty three thousand club. Yeah, that's weird. and. Uh, the Grateful Dead, your favorite band, mm-hmm. they have 3,000 hit songs that are all hits to you as a deadhead, and then you know all of them and all the different venues that they were played at. That's true. Right? Yeah. Yes. Matt, you have 3,000 hits. 3,000 hits of fan of Chicago sports because they uh-huh. die, but then keep coming back because you're okay. Tra- like you'll like the Bulls again. Just wait. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll the like White them. Sox, you'll like them again. No, I won't. No. Yes, you will. No, let's not go that far. No. Okay, it's no. on tape. Uh, while I was in Philadelphia, and uh, I was the person that did not go into the concert. So oh yeah. I had a, the what I thought was a good idea of oh well I'll just go grab something to eat. And I'll walk around, do a little sightseeing. So I did those things and then ended up, that, that ended up taking up like like one-tenth of the time that I, I needed to kill because of how long the show was and how long it took everybody to get into and out of the stadium and everything. So by the time I finally caught up with my daughter and, and her friend and her friend's dad, I was completely exhausted and in in a terrible mood. And I had killed time by sitting at a bar watching the St. Louis Cardinals play the uh, Boston Red Sox, which I had absolutely no interest in. But a pilot for FedEx was sitting next to me, noticed my Bears shirt because, you know, just in case anybody thinks that I just dress this way to make a point, Sometimes, no, I always dress like that. I always have something with Chicago on it, usually. It's true. Matt never wears costumes. No, and you, you, just like you, well, you're kind of like that. You're more of a Plum Lake golf course guy. True. That's true. But anyway, so he, he was from St. Louis, but his dad was a St. Louis Cardinals fan, and when they left... He got so mad that he said they became Bears fans, so he was a Bears fan. So we talked oh, about the go. Bears. Yeah. And um, we did not quick. talk we did not we did not talk a, a, any trash about the Cubs, just in case all of our 
you know, listeners are sensitive or worried. We were not mm-hmm. trash talking the Cubs, even though we could have. I don't want to talk badly about sports teams and their fans, but both St. Louis and Boston known racists. Just saying. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no. We can edit that out. It's fine. <laughs> no, I mean, you're not going to. None of our none of our regular listeners are fans of those teams. We're actually maybe the only people that might listen to the show are fans of those teams. Anyway, yeah. never mind. I stand by what I said. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, well, I you know, I I I don't know who's going to be number thirty four, and actually I don't. Who was the last person to get it? Was it the guy for the Tigers? Uh, oh, Cabrera. Yeah, what's his name? Yep, Miguel, Miguel Cabrera. Cabrera. So he was number thirty-three. Yeah. So maybe maybe we should invite him on the show. We should. We should. I heard um, he's. I heard he he's really into podcasting, and you know, and and jokes and hu- well, humor. Great. Good humor. We're, we're a baseball adjacent podcast. Yeah. Here's a hot right. take for you. And then we're going to move on to 33. Yes. Pete Rose is the hit king, but that's just because he played for such a long time. And he actually just was selfish and got singles all the time and wasn't nearly as good as people thought. Okay. That's a hot I don't even take. know if I'd believe that, but yet it's out there. Oh, all that's right. what people say? Yeah. It's a oh, thing. Okay. It's a thing. That's weird. Okay, yeah. fair yeah. enough. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's just keep the theme going here, and uh, let's go to thirty-three. Great. Okay. Uh, why don't you? Are you guessing the number, or no? You're coming up with the number. Yes. I'm okay. I have the number. Okay. It's forty-nine. No. What? It's forty. 49. I'm just, I was kidding, dude. You got it. Oh, oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I was throwing you off. Didn't oh, work. okay. All right. Well, I'm going to give to you. Great. Are you I ready? I will gratefully receive. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. The CTA. Uh, its potential is limitless, except as far as it can go. It's not really at its potential right now, but hopefully they'll realize they need to fix it because it could make the city a lot better. Okay. Metro. If you live on the metro, it's awesome. If you live in the right suburbs, it's awesome. Um, It's unknowable why it doesn't service everywhere that great. It's literally no one can figure it out. What do you mean service everywhere? Well, some areas have metro, some areas don't. It clearly is better than like the bus or the CTA. We just don't want to dig too deep into stuff, Matt. Because it runs on a schedule? Who knows? Who knows? So so you're, you know, typical... Typical, you you want everybody's house to have a metro stop at it. You know, that doesn't work. Correct. Or at least, like, one every two houses. 
Okay. All right. Pace. Oh, that's a suburban bus. Um, I have no experience with that. Um, so we'll give it like a D minus. <laughs> you only you only talk about things you have experience with. Yes. Yes. And you only give good grades to things you have experience with. That's correct. Okay. I rode in my entire life, I think I rode on the pace twice, and it was on the same day. Because my car broke down, and I was teaching in Burbank, which you know. Yeah. And the only way I could get to work was to take this, like, incredibly complicated series of, like, transfers and like the took the bus to the orange line to midway and then the pace to burbank and then i walked to school it took like three hours to go (laughs) like like eight miles or something like that anyway good job good job b that's a solid b oh good good all right i'll take it all right matt you ready yes Model railroads. Um, for whatever reason, you know, when I was a kid, I thought they were pretty cool. Um, I had a friend whose dad was really into trains. And when I say really into trains, I mean, you know, he ended up being, he actually ended up being appointed by George H.W. Bush to be the head of the railroad retirement board which is some obviously appointee government position and it's located in chicago anyway they had this huge train set in their basement it was i don't even it was insanely big uh but i it you know beyond maybe when i was maybe 11 or 12 the idea of just watching trains drive in circles all the time was just not that interesting to me. Hmm. Ships in a bottle. Uh, I definitely uh, had my... I My grandmother lived in Florida when I was a kid. And when I would visit her, you know, we'd go for like saltwater taffy and go collect shells and then one time we went somewhere where they had like these tchotchkes and one of them was a ship in a bottle, like a little one. And I was like, well, they just, they just build the ship and they put the bottle around it. I was like, I mean, they just, they just obviously do that. And she was like, no, I mean, you know, they actually, no, they actually build it inside of them. I'm like, they don't, no, they don't. Like I, and I'm not even sure I believe that still, even though I saw, I've seen people doing it or at least pretending to do it cgi probably it's cgi i'm pretty sure it's rigged which brings me to the final one magic uh i was a i had a magic show i was super into magic for for a little while we Uh, need to bring that back for sure no 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 next maybe next week you could do the magic show on the podcast okay Okay, you um, said yes. So as Done. part of my magic, so my, and this was another thing I did with my grandmother. She took me to like a magic shop and 
this. I remember they had they had all these weird, you know, things like, you know, you know, I don't know, the hat with a compartment in it and everything, you know, to hide the bunny and all that stuff. And one of them was like these inserts that you would it was like props and magic. So one of them was these inserts that you would stick inside of a cigarette and light and it would smoke would come out. So it would make it look like you were smoking, but you didn't actually have to breathe the smoke in, you know, so it was like for movies or something, I guess. And so we, I asked my grandmother to buy me some of those. And then <laughs> during my magic show, I had a set like a intermission and then I went behind this curtain and then I opened the curtain to show me like what the magician was doing behind the curtain. And, and <laughs> I lit it. And then I used one of those things and pretended to smoke a cigarette and then put the cigarette out and then like get all dressed up again and then came back out on stage. That's so, classic. Yeah. This, if you, we're going to, we're going to see this next week. Yeah. If, if, if you're inclined to think that I'm a little bit dramatic, you know, I am and always have been. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, this brings me right into my hurrah for this week. This is a good one, by the okay. way, Matt. Um, this one came up just recently. But NBC5 News Chicago. Well, sorry. We don't want to give free advertising. No. Uh, just pointed everybody to an online tool of the Secretary of State's website that tells you what offensive terms are not allowed on license plates. Oh, interesting. There's 22 pages. Um, like, S-M-O-F, not allowed. S-M-O-F? S-M-O-F, not okay. allowed. Okay. Okay. Um, smof. Can I say that? I don't even Can know I say smof? on the podcast. Okay. Um, S-M-Y-D, not allowed. Smide. Don't can't say that. Can't do it. You can't no. say it. You I know. You can't say it. You, oh, that one makes sense. Sometimes when you have to say them out loud, I don't want to repeat it because it's free. I like the ones that make a lot of sense, like yeah, T M C Y. Can't do it. Anyway, yeah. NBC some, News Chicago. Key. Matt, good to know. Yeah. That's. I mean, we People all are know offended. That the... We're not going to apologize, so that's going to put no. us in a weird spot. And we want people to remember that the greatest journalism that there is is usually local news, uh, television news journalism. So, True. very helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so, uh, the link, I, if you click on the link in the show notes, you can see it. Okay. Yeah. It's in there. So I hyperlinked it. Everyone, go to the show notes and you can click on the link. Um, yeah. So... I want to give a huzzah to what I was thinking about this while I was in Philadelphia. And I'm, I have, I think I'm calling this Chicago colonialism. And I told you that this uh, neighbor 
at the restaurant I was at that we were watching baseball. Told you we didn't talk about the Cubs, but as we were talking about different things, Chicago, I decided that I think the Cubs as a business, not a team of baseball players, but as a business and a brand are guilty of what I call Chicago colonialism. And I'm going to give you an example. And I'm not going to say that this is the only example, but it's the only one I'm going to bring up today. So you go to Wrigley Field and it's they sell old style beer. Okay. And, you know, that's a, that's a definitely a Chicago beer. Let's that's for sure. And has been for a long time. Um, but oh yeah, your Wrigley Field, old style, you know, that's Chicago. And I just, you know, I want to call BS, as they say, on that. Uh just just walk around anywhere in the city, it literally anywhere, from one end to the other, north, south, west, as far as you want to go anywhere and you will see the ubiquitous old style signs am this i right all true it's all am true. i right you you are correct and the idea that that somehow old style and the cubs are a thing that's just they're just making that up it's like with uh with malort someone's like you know what if we just say this enough times people are going to believe it. And, you know, and that's what advertising is, I guess, or PR or whatever. But give me a break. The reason that those signs are all over the city is not because everyone in the city wants to associate with old style and the Cubs. That's crazy. So huzzah to Chicago colonialism. Just stop trying to to be to get authenticity from other things just have your own authenticity please don't colonize man let's not rock the boat okay people don't want to hear complaints at the end of the show okay well you know you and your fascist okay uh, never mind never mind i'm sorry i'm okay. getting carried away well let's let's leave on that note another classic episode Classic uh, Cub. Remember, Matt prod promised his magic show next week. So and check that out. Martin is going to be uh, going to another city council meeting to meet Mayor Johnson, who is now officially the man on five, as they call him. Yes, that's All right. true. Well, it's been another great week. We hope you have one. Uh, before uh, between today and next Tuesday. I hope and, you have uh, another week as well, everybody. See yeah. you next time. Bye. <laughs>